Christian O'Mel here in for Derek Taylor one more day. Uh, Derek is testing negative. He's feeling better, but his voice still hasn't really returned to full strength yet. So I'm here again, joined by Blue Bomber head coach Mike O'Shea. Mike, how was your weekend after clinching the best record in the history of your franchise? Pretty, pretty darn good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, celebrate Halloween? I see you didn't wear a costume today. I did not wear a costume. Um, I have in the past celebrated Halloween. Um, probably not lately. I mean, if I wasn't here, I'd be answering the door, handing mm-hmm. out candy. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, no such luck tonight. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, there's so many. Chocolate okay. bars. Yeah. You know, probably. Okay. Um, definitely the, definitely not a Big Turk. Are you a Big Turk guy? No. No, okay. No. Okay, there you go. Anything with peanut butter in it, I'm good. Yeah. So okay. peanut M&Ms, Reese's, give me a Snickers, any of those, I'm good. I've never met anybody that's like Big Turk. Never. I don't know who those are for. Yeah. Don't hand those out. <laughs> if you're handing out Big Turks right now. Stop. Blow out the candle in your pumpkin quickly before you ruin kids. Or those little molasses candies. Yeah. We should say that do a little PSA, make sure everybody's driving carefully on the roads as people are trick-or-treating. Yep. I was out uh, on the way here, saw a lot of people out in costumes. Some tried harder than others, but anybody that's out there tonight, be mm-hmm. safe and have a good time and brush your teeth for like five minutes tonight. Uh, 204-780-6868 is the number to call or text tonight to talk to Mike O'Shea. After you finish the season with a win Friday, well, let's just talk about that game itself. Uh, we talked to you in the post-game show, but let's just reiterate what you thought of the performance and did you get everything out of it that you wanted to accomplish? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I thought we, we played pretty well. I thought uh, there was a, a good amount of physicality uh, from our part. Um, probably could clean up a few of the mistakes we made, um, but... Lots of guys played. Lots of guys got some some very meaningful snaps um, that'll help us going forward. That's for sure. And we won. You know, right. which is important. You want to win, even if the game "quote unquote" means nothing. Well, it never does mean nothing. That's the problem. We've got to stop saying that as a, okay as a collective. They they never mean nothing because <laughs> okay. So we should rephrase it as it has no impact on the standings. No impact on the standings. Okay. That's that's a that's the truth. The right. rest of it is not. Because these are professional athletes. It yeah. always means something. Yeah. For a lot of guys, a lot of different things. Right. For someone like Brady Oliveira, gets 1,000 yards. Yeah, I'm looking at more guys that uh, get play time. And, right. And like Tyrell Ford make, gets a start. plays. And he, he, he made some excellent plays. Mm-hmm. And he, he definitely let us know that when we need him, he'll be there for us. So um, that's, those are important uh, games for for guys and important for coaches so that we see that exact thing and go okay here we go ready to go and now you have some time we know that it's a bye week for those who don't know what do you do in a bye week in the playoffs that's different than a bye week in the regular season well, in the regular season, um, I would give the players as many days off as possible. So we would come in one extra day than a normal week, and the coaches would get off 
one less day than that. So hopefully they would leave, take care of business, have see their families, do whatever they need to do to um, be ready for that next onslaught of games. Uh, in this week, the players were in today. They ran. They lifted heavy. They went to yoga. Um, guys met the D line. I know for sure met uh, the coaches were in meeting. Obviously, so we had a bunch of meetings during the day. But um, the players were doing their own sort of deal, watching film. Um, you know, Biggie and BA were in the room quite early, doing their thing. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a work week. They'll be off tomorrow. Hopefully they enjoy Halloween and then back at it again for the same sort of thing the next day. And then we'll sort of congregate again as a team around the weekend. And um, the exact plan will be hammered out by tomorrow. We got a rough idea what we want to do. So you'll practice again next week? Uh, we'll probably do walkthroughs before that um, or iron out some, you know, look at some, have some meetings and look at the film in terms of some stuff that we haven't hit a lot lately or some specialty stuff that we um, need to get looking at. But yeah, we, we, we may hit the field and, and, and walk. We may do some other running and lifting. Who knows? We'll, we'll get it figured out as we go along. But we definitely, the main focus is, is there. And it's, it's just different than the regular season is, and that's the question you asked. Is we're not, they're not all scattering, right? They're all in town, and mm-hmm. they're all um, putting in putting in some work. They they definitely need uh, to clear their heads too, and make sure they're focused and ready to go um, when we hit it again. We've got a couple people that have called in at two zero four seven eight zero six eight six eight. Steve, you are on with the coach. Obviously, you're going to watch the game, I mean, the semifinal on Sunday. <laughs> so my question is, how intently are you going to watch it? In other words, um, how in, you know, depending who wins, how is that going to affect your game plan for the following week? Are you actually sending someone physically there? to? I think it's in Vancouver. I could be it wrong. It is, yep. Okay, to watch the game? Or is it just sort of sit back and uh, we'll take it as it comes? Or I, I guess that that's my question. Like how how much how closely are you going to be watching this game on Sunday? Uh, very. Um, obviously, though, the TV copy you you don't see some of the stuff you need to see from the film. We'll get sort of uploaded to our system within an hour of the game being completed. We'll have a different version of the film. We'll have the coach's copy uh, of the film you watch, and that'll be, you know, dissected later that night or the next day. Will be, you know, sort of the data will be input. And does the league offer that as a service? Yeah, everybody gets the film. It gets sent in. The home team films it, cuts it up, sends it into the league, and then everybody sort of goes into the league server and pulls it out for for their use. And it's a quick process. It's turnovers pretty, pretty slick. And um, but we'll definitely be watching the game. Uh, once again, it's it really looks different on TV than it does than it looks um, the copy looks that we evaluate. 
Are you watching it at all as a fan of the game? Like, are you going to get in if it's 24, 24 late? Are you feeling that drama and intensity? Are you literally just watching as a coach, as a scout? Um, A bit of both. I mean, if it's 24, 24 at the end of the near the end of the fourth quarter, I'm watching all the game management decisions that go on and making in my head. um, What would you do? Going through the decision making process. Uh, you know, with the benefit of the clock being right there and the benefit of not having any pressure. <laughs> you know? You're on your couch. But you try and you try and put yourself in that situation. You try and get yourself thinking ahead as to how you would like to see the game unfold. Um, but I do watch it as a fan. I want to see good football games. Right. I want to see excellent football games. I want to see hotly contested. I want to see great games with, you know, hardly any penalties and no mistakes. Right. Um, that's the fan side in me. Okay. You know? Got another caller here. Kate, you're on with the coach. Hey, coach. Um, been a little bit since we've spoken. I Congratulations and thanks for well, the best season ever, according to the record books. Um, as a longtime fan, much appreciated. And I've been listening to you over the years to know enough not to ask certain questions, so I won't, <laughs> so I might be curious. I won't bother. <laughs> so just a couple kind of off the cuff questions. You've got a whole bunch of new players this year. Have you had any conversations with them just how cold it's going to get in Winnipeg in the next 10 days? I know the weather's changing and how long have you been growing your playoff beard? I'll hang up and <laughs> good luck in the, good luck in the final, man. Good luck in the final. Yeah, I, I trimmed the beard probably halfway through the season and I've been letting it go since. It is getting uh, unruly. Uh, that's not the adjective my wife would use. Uh, what would she use? I can't say that okay. uh, on air. Okay. Um, and with regards to the cold, we had a nice cold spell uh, last week or a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Start of last week was not too warm. It was about just above zero. Yeah, when you guys so were we practicing. were out there practicing, and yeah. I think the guys got a good shot of it. I, you know, it's supposed to be nice this week. I'm hoping, God, we got to get some cold weather in here soon, um, so these guys can get uh, get used to it. Yeah, it'll be good. We need it. We got some texts to two zero four seven eight zero six eight six eight. This is from Frank, who is responding to our slander of Big Turk. At the start of the show, uh, what's with the big Turk stuff used to be called Turkish delight tasted better back then. So my comment is congratulations on a great year. Please sign a long-term contract with the bombers. I'll buy you a box of your favorite chocolate bars. <laughs> oh, is that a, is that a threat to you? I don't know. Is people are going to be outside here, you know, just bombarding your door with, with big the, Turks, the big Turk. I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> uh, Gary uh, says, I believe the coach is in the last year of his contract. Are we likely to see him sign an extension before the end of the season? Not before the end of the season. All right. Uh, Richard is texting in about our uh, previous caller, Steve. Someone asked Steve if he thinks this game is really important. Steve just wants to know if the coach thinks this game is important or not. I mean, okay. <laughs> the West semifinal is important, so we'll just yeah. move on from that absolutely unless i misunderstood what you're saying richard if so then you can let us know but anyway uh, let's get to that game on uh, sunday do you do a lot of like pre-scouting going into this football game are you already looking at calgary and bc and the previous game film from your three meetings with each yeah yeah correct we we've we just spent 
back-to-back weeks with a space in between doing BC so we don't have to spend um, the a lot of the prep work is done on that you know that's the, fresh the, yeah the game you'll add is the semi semifinal mm-hmm. so we've the coaches are spending time on on Calgary to sort of balance it out and then we'll see obviously come Sunday or whatever Sunday night yeah um, so they're they are definitely um, getting ahead making sure and I mean that's the benefit you get from having the bye week Right, and you need to use it. More time to do homework. Yeah, and more time, and more time for the coaches to get home and have dinner with their families and do those things too. They need to take they need to do, take care of that, also, um, just so they're fresh. And a lot of the, if you're tired, and, and you know that first stretch of the season where we played ten games in a row, basically, and some of them on you know one day, one day's worth of practice, a couple like that, and a couple on two days worth of practice, and. Um, unfortunately, what happens is when the coaches get tired, uh, you know, sometimes it's struggle to get that creativity going, right? So um, the coaches being well-rested is very important too. Well, you've known from the last two years, you know, two seasons, 2019 and last year, what you need to make this last two-week push, right? Well, we think we know. Yeah. Worked the last two times. That's what I'm trying to tell them. <laughs> Just hopefully everybody's paying attention. And most of them have been here the, for for all of the time since right. then. Some of them yeah. haven't been, but yeah. What's important is the players get a lot of time together in the next couple of weeks. Make sure they're, yep, they're doing the right things football wise, taking care of their bodies, especially taking care of their bodies, making sure they're fresh so that they can play a hard game, um, and spending a lot of time together. Whether that's talking football or or breaking bread together, they got to be hanging out a lot. How does that help the product on the field? Just more time invested, yeah, with each other. It um, makes a difference. The idea that you're willing to go to battle with your your brothers. Yeah, I mean, they sacrifice a lot during the season, right? A lot of them are away from families and, and those kind of things, and. Um, you know, it's got to be worth it. Who who they're doing it for? The guy beside them has got to be. You know, they've got to have good relationships with these guys, so they're they're willing to sell out on the field for each other. How much does the experience for most of the players of having already won one or even two together? How does that help drive that push for a third? Yeah, every team's new and different. Um, certainly the, the guys that have had those experiences before can draw upon them, which is valuable. Um, I think them sharing those experiences, ideas, some of the pitfalls that they may have went through the first time or the second time with the young guys that are experiencing playoff football for the first time in, in the CFL, I mean, that's valuable too, but there's there's nothing like the actual game experience they need to have, you know, but certainly the, the vets can do, a, they'll do a great job of, of making sure the young guys have a good understanding of what's required. So when you're watching the West semifinal on Sunday or listening on 680 CJOB, are you taking notes? Are you watching it just as a consumer? How do you consume a football game as a coach of a CFL team? Just 
you're saying on a weekend when I'm watching a CFL game, how do I consume it? I guess we'll start with that, yes. Are you just watching it to watch? And is that different from what you'll do this weekend knowing that you're going to play the winner? Um, I, I don't know that it changes. I generally take notes. Um, you know, I just have my phone with me and I'll type in uh, a, a time code off the off the TV of something I want to look at again. And then I'll, when I'm in the office the next morning, I'll go to those game time codes because it doesn't. You don't know what play it is on the on the play by play, right? So you just find those time codes on the play by plays and you know verify that's what you were looking at. Make a cut up and then watch that. Um, but yeah, once again, I, I generally cons- You know, there is a part of me that consumes it as just a guy wanting to see good football. Yeah, but you will take notes. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's always stuff to learn, and then right. you, some of that stuff you can, once again, you regurgitate to it, to the players in a meeting format and say, here's these six plays that we need to learn from. Um, you know, whether it's good plays, mistakes, penalties, you know, anything that, that is valuable for them to learn without having them have to do it themselves or make that mistake themselves. 204-780-6868, that's the number to call and text. That's the number that Harry has called, and Harry... You are on with the coach, Mike O'Shea. Good evening, coach. How you doing, Harry? I'm excellent. Uh, I know it's too soon to say, well, we got to win two more games. Right, coach? Well, we got to win one more to start. Oh, no, you got to uh, win two. We got to win one more to start. We got to get a four beat. Got to go one and oh twice, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand. And what you've done, I respect. It's bomber fever, and the people love it, and it's tremendous. I'm an old-timer. I was in the Salisbury end zone. Anyway, long story short, coach, do it. You'll have the boys ready, and I know you will, and you've got a great team in front of you, and I know what you're doing, and uh, I know football a little bit. Just go do it, buddy. Appreciate your call. Thank you very much. And thank you for what you've done for the city of Winnipeg also. Mm, thank you very much. No, you take care. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Harry. Harry. It's a, a four-peat. Four-peat? Oh, yeah. Well, we missed a year. Big deal. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I guess, yeah. Right? Four, yeah, there you go. All right. Thanks for, right around. thanks for the call, Harry. Appreciate it. 204-780-6868. Uh, we got some texters who have called in or texted in because that's how texting works. Uh, Alan says, hi, guys. I loved seeing Mr. Jefferson as a receiver. Referring to the Mike Miller sneak plays where Willie Jefferson was stretched out to the wide side. Any thought of ever throwing that to him? He's a pretty tall target, Mike. Um. Well, I think he's, I think he's a good decoy for now. Okay, I'm not going to play your hand. Okay. Well, we'll see. I don't know. We we got to accomplish what we need to get accomplished on that play. Right, and that's yeah. Mike Miller up the middle. Sure. There you go, uh, Coach. Do you feel sad like us fans? This is from Gloria that many of the team won't be back next year. How do we know that? Just traditionally in pro sports, I guess. Hundred percent of players generally aren't back the next year. Yeah, many might be a big number, though. I think our guys like playing here. Yeah, it's usually, I mean, the bulk of players do come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to see players leave. I guess you could say that some of the team. Yeah, I, I don't like to see players leave. That's the bottom line. It doesn't, you know, um, less is best. That would be the best way, you know. Mm-hmm. I certainly uh, 
would like to see as many guys back as possible. Um, but yep, correct, it is pro sport. Um, but I'm certainly at this point, I'm not thinking anything about that. We're pretty focused. Uh, Mike texts in, can you ask coach who is his number two quarterback going into the West final? We'll see on the day before the West final. Okay. So you got to wait another dozen days there, Mike. Drew Brown's always been our, our second. So, And Dakota's sure. your short yardage guy. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that won't change. Okay. Brian calls in, 204-780-6868. Brian, you're on with the coach. Hi, guys. Uh, Christian, I just want to say a good call on the game. I was listening throughout the game, and I'm on the east side, so I thought that was um, good for your, your debut. Thank you very much. Uh, so I have a couple questions for you, Mike. One is... Um, before you became uh, like playing pro with Hamilton and Toronto, did you have a favorite team in the CFL that you cheered for? Uh, I, I don't know that I'd say a favorite team. I, I think, you know, when I was in university, we certainly watched the CFL. Um, you know, my first game going to watch was in exhibition, watching uh, the Argos. The Eskimos were in town watching the Argos. Um, my first set of pajamas would have been tie cat pajamas, I'm Ooh. sure. <laughs> and, uh, the first, I think I would have cheered because of neighbors down the street. Uh, I think I would have cheered for the Eskimos cause I think, uh, Wally with Chisholm might've been a, an Eskimos fan. If I can recall correctly, that's a long time ago. I would have been a little kid, but I remember the, the some of the neighborhood guys, you know, having beers and watching CFL games. Okay. Um, so back in 2014, I remember, like, uh, I was so disappointed that we didn't have Zach because he chose to play with Hamilton. And then our, our seasons were, were kind of, um, well, they weren't good seasons at first. I'm glad you're still here. But I really take him for granted. And this game, I went to the game, and I, I still felt it was meaningful because I wanted to see history being made, mm. like 15 wins. But do you take anything like they always talking about a 14-win curse? Do you look anything into that? And I know Hamilton had a 15-3 record in 2019, and they lost. But do you look into anything like that, or are you just like, like I know in 20 um, in 2011? The, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. I okay. don't. I don't look into anything like that, and I don't know anything about curses. So. And uh, the Bombers in 2011, they started off really strong, and then the second half, they're weak, and that's why they... It was 11 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't look into that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so good luck on the Eastern or Western final, and I'll be there. Perfect. Thanks. All right, thanks, yep. Brian, thanks, for the Brian. call. Yep. I mean, there have been now, you're the 12th team to win 15 games in a season. Five of the previous 11 won the Great Cup, but those aren't your team, so you probably don't care about those numbers. Yeah. The ninety six, ninety seven Argos did it too. So yeah, and they were they were very successful. They won it all. Yep. All right, uh, hi coach. This is from uh, somebody. Don't uh, don't have a name, but uh, don't sorry. It's Bob from Safe Hotel. My bad. Uh, do you ever watch the C- uh, TV commentary for Milt Stiegel and Matt Dunnigan? If yes, does it cause you to review anything? Because they are successful CFL players. Never. Okay. <laughs> Not influenced by the TV commentary. No. Or the radio commentary, They have a I'm job sure. to do, and that's entertain the, the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't pay attention to that. 
This is from Rennie. Hi, Coach. Thank you to you, all the staff, and, of course, the players for creating an awesome team that us fans of the Bombers are very proud of. So, again, thank you for setting the bar. Go Blue, Rennie. Thank you very much. Yeah, the organizationally, we've done very well. We've got a lot of good people that work extremely hard. Uh, this is from Roger. Unfortunately, my son and I were going to see the last game of the season, but due to health issues, I wasn't able. I wanted to congratulate you, Coach, and the Bombers on a great season. Awesome. Hopefully, you can make the next one. This is one that I think I know your answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway from Glenn. Hi, Coach. What's your guess on the winner of the West Semi? Yeah, I don't play that game. No, I know. <laughs> you know, it just once again, I, I hope it's a, a great game. I hope it's hotly contested right down through the final gun. You know, mm -hmm. that would be good for the CFL. Glenn says Calgary, by the way. Sure. A lot of people will. Glenn has a chance of being correct. He does. Mm -hmm. The road team going into BC. And trying to win. And for, for you, there's the, you know, the idea that oh, I fans might say, I hope that they just beat the crap out of each other so that they're tired when they come to face you. Are you hoping it's a really tough and hard hitting game, and that players are feeling it going into Winnipeg? Yeah, we're not gonna. I don't waste a lot of time worrying about what the other team's feeling when they come into Winnipeg. You know, I'm sure. Whoever comes here is going to be ready to play, and we better be ready to play too. <laughs> you right. know, that's the bottom line: is we have to control what we can control, and and that's right now is our is our commitment to, you know, making sure our bodies are fresh as players, and our commitment to as a coaching staff to make sure we are putting a plan together that uh, puts our players in great position to be successful, and um, you know who our opponent is and, and how they enter our stadium is not something we're going to spend any time on. Someone texted in, I like goal line stands under current rules. Sometimes tackling on the one-yard line hurts the team as opposition can run more time off the clock. What do you think of rule change from two-yard line in, no one-yard line, no one yard between lines? I'm not quite sure I understand. Mm, so she, so he or she, who, sorry, who's the texter? Yeah. Um, they would prefer that the last yard line you can get to would be the two. Okay. I think. Is that what it is? And then That's why I'm reading it. Yeah. That is, I don't know. Just move it back to the two? I'm not sure. Maybe I don't have it right. But I'm not the, quite the sure. original point was they can run time off. If we st get stopped at the one, we end up getting, we end up running more time off the clock. I think it's, yeah. If you're listening, call in or text in or call in and give us some more clarity on on yeah. what you're trying to ask. I don't mind if we get stopped at the one. Yes, we can we can run more time off the clock. But if it's that kind of situation, they might just let you score, so they can. There are situations time. where that helps. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll I hope don't for some. The question, no, I don't quite either. The texture. Okay, here we go. Some trying to send some clarity. Uh, meant NFL rules from two-yard line in no one-yard between lines. And then Robert checks in, uh, no one-yard of the ball when the ball is on the one-yard line. Okay, so like when you get to the one, if you get inside the one, it just goes back to the one. I That's guess. what happens at the CFL, yeah. yeah. That's what the so person was asking. You're on the one, the D can line up like NFL. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> we have the one that, that uh, that's... 
a good piece of Canadiana right there. Okay. That neutral zone. Yeah. I like it. Okay. There you go. He likes it. Not good. And are there any rules that you want to change? Or is that is this not the forum for that? Not, well, no, it's not the forum. We, I mean, there's always rules that we review, that you look at, that you sort of take note of during the year. And then when the rules committee sessions come up, you submit them and you see if there's any traction to talk about changing them. Yeah. The hash, modifying them, the hash yeah. marks, I, has that been a big deal? I don't know yet. That's a that's okay. a whole bunch of analysis that goes on. Okay. That's a Derek Taylor thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. He's he'll have that information. I don't have the spreadsheets that, that yeah. Derek does. I bet he's got a lot more spreadsheets now that he hasn't seen the sunshine in a week. <laughs> he hasn't been able to leave his basement, so all he's doing is spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. He's going to have so many for the West Final. Oh, the next coaches show, he'll have them all. Oh, yeah. He's I, just going to bombard it, you awesome. and the listeners. Can't wait. Yeah, no, it'll be great. Um, so looking at the, the West semifinal, uh, Nathan Rourke, we saw him uh, play for a little bit against you on Friday. Is that game tape that you can use if they happen to win, or is it such a, a kind of small sample size, hasn't played in two months, that it's not as valuable? No, it's valuable. I mean, I'm sure he's actually going to be healthier next week also. But, yeah, he 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 was very efficient with with the ball, that's for sure. He got rid of it very quickly. He moved it downfield, took a couple shots that we defended quite well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's certainly it's it's more film to look at, which is a lot of that's good stuff. What's your, if you could be mother nature on November 13th, what is your ideal set of conditions for the game at kickoff? What's the temperature? Is it snowing? How much <laughs> wind is there? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pale. So the absence of sun would be good. No, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. We've got to play the game anyway. You know, I do think our guys understand cold-weather football. Right. You know, they've built up that uh, over time. They have a good understanding of this time of year. Um, but whatever it is, I know our fans will be – it'll be packed. I mean, you couldn't get – I don't know you get much colder the last time. You know, they That was were, December. They were having a great time. So I think the fans are, are a hearty group that doesn't matter what it is, they'll be – They'll be out in full force. So whatever the weather is, both teams have to play in it. Almost like a badge of honor, the colder it is, to say, if you're a fan, that I was at that game. Oh, that's good. I like to hear that. Yeah. As a sideline reporter, selfishly, I will say I'd rather have it warmer personally, but that's not my call to make. Well, you aren't Mother Nature. <laughs> no. Thank goodness. I can wear a parka at least and yeah, wander you can, around. You can wear as much as you want. That's you true. Can bundle up. The players can't. They can no. only go so far with the with the gear, right? Do you ever get cold on the sideline? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should, I guess how much can you bundle up? Uh, yeah, but a lot of times once your adrenaline starts going, you don't, you know, you certainly don't feel you just, it. You just kind of lose yourself in the game, and next yep. thing you know, it's it's three hours later and you can't feel your fingers and you never realized it? Yep. That's how it happens sometimes. Okay. Uh, Glenn texted in a screenshot of the forecast for November 13th and – Says minus five. I mean, 
you're looking two weeks out of the weather forecast. I, I put zero stock in that personally, as that's my feeling about weather forecast. The 14 day forecast is you're crushing all meteorologists. Uh, you I'm should just, probably say apology. Have an apology ready right now. Yeah, sorry. Apologies to to Mike Conkin and, and everyone else out there. But I mean, we'll wait. And see. We'll see. I'll write down minus five, and then we'll see what it actually is. Perfect. That's my own. That's my own opinion. I'll listen to like three day forecasts, absolutely. But fourteen days, that's being a little ambitious, personally. So, uh, just before we wrap things up here tonight, how much fun have you had this season coaching this team? There, it's a great group once again, and I think some of the new additions are are just been a lot of the new additions to the guys that are <laughs> they've just been so fun to watch as they grow into their roles. I mean, um, yeah, each, each year is, is unique for sure. And this one was no different. It's unique, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. These guys are, are really good and they've, you know, a lot of different guys have played and it's, um, been pretty cool to watch their growth and watch the team come together. Someone like Dalton shown coming in and, making the impact that he's had must feel uh, just like another feather in the cap of your scouting staff. Oh, yeah. I imagine they're pretty excited about it. But I think they're, I mean, they're down-to-earth guys. I don't think they're high-fiving each other all the time. I think it's, hey, they're always working, right? They're always trying to find somebody and fill a need. Um, but, yeah, they should be proud of that. They're, 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 they've brought in a lot of good players, uh, for our team in the last, for quite some time, right? Mm-hmm. And every year there seems to be another receiver that comes along that makes a huge DB, difference. Another yeah. DB, that, the young rookie DB that starts and can play, right? Jamal Parker. Yeah, Evan Holm, mm-hmm. you know, these guys can play. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been a good year. I mean, <laughs> look at the record. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, 15. I mean, winning ultimately is... It's more fun when you're winning, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But even the, just like once again, watching them watching them come together as a group and figuring it out is it's good to be a part of. Mike O'Shea, appreciate your time as always coming in, spending your Halloween evening with us instead of handing out candy to trick or treaters. Full boxes of Smarties. Full boxes of Smarties. Apparently, yeah. you're gonna be the talk of the block. Oh. Let's hope not. <laughs> no? You hope other, someone else is one up in you? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I think the kids deserve it. They're going to go trick-or-treat and get dressed up and run around. As long yeah. as no one's giving out full bars of Big Turk. Well, that would be a problem in our neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mike O'Shea, that is the Coach's Show. Derek Taylor, we uh, you know, hope we'll be back next week. Hopefully he's all rested up with all the spreadsheets ready to, to bring the action for next week's Coach's Show.